0: Hello and welcome to Right Brain, episode 44. My name is JF Dubow. I am one of your hosts. I represent at least 52% of the hosting power behind this show. And the other 48% is my good friend, Paul Inman. Paul, how are you doing?
1: Um, I am feeling thinner after you just said that I am only 48% of this show. You have lost weight. (laughs) I have a little bit, but I have found some of it after the holidays here in America. Did you know that Thanksgiving is a great holiday, JF? It's
0: it. We have Thanksgiving here. <laughs>
1: it's not the same Thanksgiving as here, though.
0: Um, no, it's it's not actually. This is this is something. Um, if we we're going to talk about like the the Canadian U.S. culture wars, yeah. Um, for for the most part, it's almost the same thing. I mean, it's it's usually a lot of food and hanging out and giving thanks. Um, significantly less football. I mean, we still do the football thing. Seems to be important here too. Uh, uh, like the American the, football. No,
1: no, no, real football. <laughs> oh, soccer.
0: Um, okay, I see. No, 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 not not soccer either. Canadian
1: football. Okay, what like, is this, what, know, what's the difference between American football and Canadian football?
0: I honestly, I wish I could <laughs> describe the difference in rules. Um, Canadian friends of mine who know the difference have told me Canadian football is better, but they are Canadians, so they have a bias.
1: Is that like arena um, football so or something?
0: With that in mind, go Canadian football, I guess. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it, it, there's, there's a lot of things that seem to be very similar, but there seems to be some subtle differences. And at some point, I'm going to try to weasel my way into a uh, one of my many American friends' family uh, thanks, Thanksgiving one year. And just so I can experience what it is. Because I, I mean, we eat a lot here in Canada for Thanksgiving, but it doesn't seem to really compare to the level of traditional devotion <laughs> and wild abandon when it comes to food in the United States and I feel I'm missing out.
1: Well, let me ask you, like, what is your, what's a traditional staple? So
0: yeah, there's that.
1: Yeah. What's a traditional staple, um, food wise? Like,
0: I don't think that there's anything really different as far as food. Like I think, I don't think there's any staples in Canada that you guys don't have. I mean, it's all about Turkey and mashed potatoes and stuffing. Uh I think you guys have a few things that we don't traditionally have here. Um, Green like, bean casserole,
1: I think. Oh man, let me tell you a story about green bean casserole. Let's
0: let's not. Um you no, also I, have like something <laughs> about like, like it, sweet potato like pie it. that we don't necessarily do. Oh, um, that's good. We tend to set fire to much fewer of our homes and citizens by uh, deep frying turkeys. Like we use ovens.
1: <laughs> not everybody deep fries, though. I will tell you that my dad deep fries a great turkey. I didn't have one this year because I actually traveled to Pennsylvania and we we uh, went to Kim's family. So I was pretty relatively close to you, relatively closer than I normally am. Yeah, but so, still not close. No, no, not still not close, but closer. Mm, closer.
0: I could, I could feel your presence uh, strengthening as you got closer. I think
1: you actually could have driven there. It's probably closer than the Rhode Island. The Providence. Hmm. Is Remember how Pennsylvania? you said? I think it's yeah. roughly the same, to be honest. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I was not
0: far. It's five and a half hours.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. that's not too bad. I drove 12 to get to Pennsylvania. So there you go. God damn. You know? Well, I hope so, the food was worth that. <clears throat> it really was very good. So now that we have not talked about writing at all, welcome to Write Brain, a show about writing sometimes, and apparently food all the time, most of the time. Cause uh, let's see if we can squeeze food in every episode for the next, I don't know, dozen or so. You think we can do how, that? Then?
0: How is that even a challenge? Have you seen <laughs> what most of my metaphors and
1: analogies <laughs> are? Of course I have. Of course I have. Plus you've you're always like eating Skittles or something. What'd you have like Cookies or something. I don't know. Every yeah, time we some, record. Uh,
0: we, we had a write-in for, Fernando NaNoWriMo and I was told by the library that they would supply the coffee and I would supply the cookies. When I got there, not only did they supply the coffee and cookies, but they also supplied fresh vegetables and some chips. And so basically, I brought cookies for nothing. So now I have a ton of cookies that, um, that I'm just carrying around and eating and getting fat off of. So oh, that's great. Let's talk about writing a bit because okay. I have a feeling that's what people want,
1: right? Sh- sure. I mean, the show's called Write Brain.
0: Mm hmm. It's not like it is cleverly misspelled with a W, so it's about writing. <laughs> so, you and I have w- this is going to be a fight,
1: right? This is a l- yeah, a little bit.
0: This is this is hood slam. This is um, this this is going to be a pay-per-view event. Uh, you and I are gonna we're gonna slap down and uh, we're gonna get into a tiffy, uh, whatever other analogy you want for combat. Mortal um, combat. Because you, well, yeah, hopefully not. I have, I've got plans tonight, but no. The, the thing is, you and I have a no, slightly. We have plans. We have a slightly different approach to writing. Um, we do. We do. Yeah, I. I have the correct approach, and you're arguably. Wrong. You're you're
1: arguably the you're, correct approach.
0: Yeah. Well. This is okay. This is where I'm going to go, and just a warning to the listeners: I'm going to switch on ninety-eight percent of my arrogance for this. Oh, here <laughs> we go. I'm, go. I'm going to take, I'm going to be the devil's advocate for my side to a point that will be absolutely obnoxious.
1: And but I'll I, be honest with you: I I don't think your side is wrong. I just don't. I I,
0: I don't think my side is wrong either.
1: I think yours is. I don't necessarily think my side is wrong either. But anyway, I think your side is super wrong. (laughs) I am playing, I am acting uh, as the opposite side because J.F. needs something to bounce this all off of, I guess, which is normal for me on this show. So continue. Carry on, J. All right. So
0: Paul will be representing the side of this magical fantasy power of unicorn tears and vampire blood called Motivation. Meanwhile, I will be championing the true and existing, not flat earth bull crap that we called motivation. I will be championing discipline.
1: There's no bias here, is there? None. None. (laughs) None.
0: It's not a bias. (laughs) It's not a bias. You believe in magic and I believe in truth.
1: Oh, man. Says the guy (laughs) who just wrote a book that has magic. Anyway, keep keep going. Keep
0: going. I know.
1: That's because you live in a fantasy world. That's what you're telling me. This is all fantasy. Uh,
0: well, <laughs> let's, let's, keep, let's keep the keep uh, the uh the the trading of barbs and insults to to the subtle and underhanded and, uh, okay, and go, okay. go into the fact. So the, the <laughs> thing is one of the one of the things that I wanna bring up is recently I've had a fairly large output. Like not this lead here's the thing. I just did NaNoWriMo. I just finished NaNoWriMo a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days ago, to be honest. Um, and I wrote about 100,000 words during that month. That is while holding a full-time job, while still drawing at least a little bit every day to keep my skills sharp. And granted, I don't have what most people would call a quote-unquote life. So that gives me a lot of, fa- of of spare time. But a lot of people, even when they do have that spare time, tend to not be able to have much of an output. Now, here's a little um just a side note to this. The output I just described is actually not that extraordinary. There are people that I know who write a lot more and the quality of what they write in is even is is better. So, it's not like I'm saying look at me, I'm the best. I'm just saying Look at what discipline can give my incompetent ass compared to waiting for what Paul is gonna describe as the magical power of motivation.
1: Um okay. This is where I <laughs> describe. I will yeah, describe.
0: Sure. Tell me tell me about your process. Tell me about how you get motivated.
1: Well, uh, it's it's really honestly it's different for everybody i would imagine but it's really kind of difficult to describe like i am i'm not different than you i don't think and the fact that i'm living with these ideas all the time in my brain okay Mm -hmm. uh but i sometimes i have to let them i don't know percolate a little more you know before it's time to come out i like to
0: say ferment but that's because I
1: drink. There you go. Okay. Well, I don't even, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond to that, but so, uh, <laughs> um, so after a certain amount of time up in my head, it, it finally is like, okay, I've got to come out. And I'm the type of person who will sit down and throw up words onto a page. I don't, I don't know if that is a great, uh, you know, visual, but I need to, it gets to a point where I need to get it out of my head. And, I'm not the the guy who sits down every day and writes uh, 500 words at their lunch. You know what I'm saying? And you know that's a me problem, and I'll admit that. That is a I, I do think that's a problem, JF, because I think that what you do is my goal eventually to be able to take my extra time and just do that.
0: Well, here's a little caveat. Like I mentioned, like the reason I write during my lunch hour is because I don't have really friends at work with whom I can interact, which I assume is not the case for everyone. Um, there, there's a reason why I believe the lifestyle of being a, a self-employed writer would work well for me, is because I. Don't necessarily thrive in a workplace environment. I'm not bad at it. I can conform to it, but I don't find much in the way of social gratification. I have some friends. They look forward to going to work because once they get to work, they get to you know interact with other people in their own field and have a good time. And even if work can be work and like Mondays and all, you know stuff like that, um, it, it's still not an environment that's completely unpleasant and doesn't necessarily feel. I don't want to say hostile because my work environment is chill, but there's no one else who does what I do at my workplace. And this is this is my entire career is built on that. So I don't want you to stop interacting with your coworkers, Paul, because that's sad and unpleasant. But well there is I mean, there is what what I what I am being aggressive with you about is the concept of being disciplined about your writing.
1: Of course and and again like that is a I can see I can see it over the horizon but I just never quite make it over the horizon. You know what I'm saying? So I um I don't disagree. That's why I'm saying I don't necessarily have a a fight in this argument, but I, I do, we had this I,
0: whole setup, like you and I were supposed <laughs> to get into this huge fight. Like well, my I mean, opening argument. This, this is why you teach music, and you're not like a courtroom law, lawyer because it was be. I will prove that the defendant in, is wrong, and you, as the defending lawyer, would go, "Well, that's a solid argument."
1: That is a solid <laughs> argument. Yes. So, uh, well, I can. I, obviously, I can only speak from my own experience like you can only speak from your own experience. But here's the other side of the coin from what you're saying, J.F. There okay? you go. Bring it. So um, in my daily life, okay, I have a lot of stuff constantly going on. When You know, I've had a lot of jobs, J.F., a lot of jobs. This particular job that I have as a, an educator now has many, many challenges that most jobs do not have. Like, for example... Um, you can just say
0: teenagers. I, that's fine. We don't need to go any further than that. Like, that's <laughs> that to that me is, would, is already a
1: horror show. That is definitely... That has its own many, many challenges. But uh, 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 an example is if I give the, the kids at school an assignment, okay... Uh, like a written assignment, you know, here, read about this composer and, you know, write me an essay. Guess what I have to do at that point? You already know the answer to this. I have to read those essays and I have to grade those essays, which um I I get 50, 50 minutes at school, what they call planning, okay? And if I have, uh, I teach in my course, I have about 100 kids and then I have about 100 other kids who are in this uh, digital storytelling video productions class. Um, so if I give all of them an assignment, which is write me an essay, I have 200 essays to grade, okay? So uh, while I'd love to be writing instead of reading and grading, but but by the way, some of these kids can really write. And that's something that's a completely different topic. But I mean, I have an 11-year-old who has a, um, a Lexile, which... I, you know what a lexile is a lexile is your reading level okay mm-hmm. they have a lexile of kids uh 11 year old has lexile of like 17 year old which is like a, a 12th grader you know and this kid can write and she is going to go on and be better than both of us Jeff. to be honest with you but anyway i'm, I'm I, I digress so uh my point is um there is lots to do with just this particular uh field of um Expertise when you're when you are it's a unique thing as a teacher, but that's only one problem, quote unquote, with getting into this habit and routine. As you mentioned briefly before, several times in several different episodes, I have a family, and when I come home every day, it's difficult to pull away from my beautiful, loving wife and my an amazing daughter and find a few minutes to write some words, but. It can be done. I have done it. I have been disciplined before. I mean, I uh, I've written an entire novel, and uh, then I chunked about six thousand, seven, eight thousand words, and then rewrote it. Um, so I I know it can be done, and I have no doubt that I will someday make it over that horizon into the into the land of writing. Well, You you will, because
0: the thing is that you're going by the end of this episode, you're going to switch from motivation to discipline. And here's the thing. The thing is, I'm not saying that motivation is a bad thing. Motivation is a great thing, but motivation is a lottery. You're waiting for it to happen. You, it's basically relinquishing control of your creative self to right. outside forces, to the whims of your own brain chemistry, your moods, and, and, and what happened in the day. So you're, you're waiting for motivation to hit you instead of provoking it. And it's great when it does hit you because then you don't necessarily need to make that much of an effort to get things done. But how long can that you know how 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 long can that wind push your sails so the thing is with discipline there's really two important facets that you need to understand first right. of all there's discipline in making the time which is i believe in your case the biggest problem
1: that i you're absolutely right i 100% agree mm-hmm. and what's and the-, the other
0: there are tricks the, the we'll, we'll get to the other one let's let's okay, tackle okay. this one because me. this is this is a big one for you that i know of it yeah. was a big one for me like i like i like to play the martyr and make a lot of jokes like oh i don't have family and i don't have friends all i have is my cat and i drink a lot and oh my god like i'm on suicide watch um <laughs> i like, hope not man I, call I, me I, buddy call I, me i try to i make a joke that like my entire life's a cry for help but that's not exactly true. Like I do have some activities or some things I like to do. And I do, I do have friends I like to interact with. The thing is at some point I made the decision to that. I need to get a certain amount of writing done during a certain period of time. I need to at least every day, write a little, um, and, The thing is, it's never about the quantity of words when you start to try to build a discipline. It's about really being able to cordon off a piece of time where you say, this hour is mine. This 30 minutes is mine. This is a period of time during which I am going to write as much as I can. And... The problem is that discipline – and this is the part that's really hard for a lot of people, especially people like you who have a lot going on, is that discipline is an extremely close cousin to sacrifice. It means we all have a finite amount of time that we have in a day. And unfortunately, if you want to carve out that half hour to an hour dedicated to writing – Chances are, if you're a busy person, that means pushing something else away. In my case, it was a lot of watching movies and television, consuming media, which is something I had to reconcile myself with because you can't be a good writer if you don't, you're do not you not a good consumer of stories. So I had to rebalance that at some point. I read a lot more than I did, say, a year ago. But that being said, you need to do that. And one of the best tricks that I've found, especially for busy people, is to sit down for a week and take an account of every hour of your day. Like, what did I do during this hour? And have it written down on some kind of schedule so that you can look at your schedule and say, well, what can't I sacrifice? Well, I need a certain amount of time of sleep. I need to interact with my wife at least for this period of time. I need to be at work from here to here. And it's when you start mapping this out that you see where the holes are. And it's those holes, like a 15 minute there and a 15 minute there that you can sort of try to bring together to form a block every day of time during which you need you need to write. I was going to correct myself and say, you know, can, but no, if, you, if you're going to be a writer, if you're going to push yourself, even if it's just a hobby, like if you want to have the time to complete projects, Paul, um, <laughs> I know that's one of your problems that you were complaining about last last episode, but if you want to be able to complete projects, if you want to be able to invest the time, you need to see it not just as a yeah, I kind of want to write that's a hobby that's fine, but you, you you're with me like you need to write,
1: oh yeah, I'm totally with you, and um so I guess that's the end of the episode because I've got to go write j f
0: no no, no <laughs> That's not the end of the episode, but do consider yourself having homework and I will check on you, Paul. I oh, yeah, will I verify with you if you have mapped out your time in the week to see oh, where you, know you have what? time.
1: I, I you know, I think you're right. I think maybe let's challenge let's challenge uh some of the listeners too. If you're gonna map out your if you're gonna how about this? If you're gonna help me, if you're gonna help me with mapping out my time this week, t- tweet me like every day I, I I run the um right brain Twitter, so go ahead and tweet me at right brain underscore and say, "Hey, have you mapped out your day yet question mark question mark, and my response will probably be silence, but i will try <laughs> I will try to respond. It depends on what time you you tweet me, I guess, but um or you tweet at the show um but in all seriousness you're absolutely right j f you're absolutely right. There is nothing that I can do other than try to rearrange. Uh, these little uh few minutes here and there into one chunk, and then I have no excuse. I really do have no excuse. Um, and I, I always, I always kind of like joke around with my wife, and I'm like, oh, but we got to spend time together, babe, right? Ha ha ha. But you know, she is like the biggest supporter. She will, she's awesome. She will give me whatever time I need. I mean, I'm in here on this thing with you instead of spending time with her. Uh, which saying that out loud feels weird, but. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Uh, It's pretty good for my ego. (laughs) Nice. I mean, I've seen your wife, and you chose me. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the beard now. It's the new beard that I'm loving it. Yeah, it's pretty rad. But, uh, but for real, I mean, she's my number one fan, and um, she wants me to uh, succeed with anything that I want to do, everything that I want to do, just like I want her to succeed as well. And um, so I'm really just. Putting it off, I guess is the best way to the 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 easiest way to put it. I'm just putting it off, I guess not because I don't want to, but because like I only maybe halfway want to you know what i mean j f you know what I mean rather than being no. a hobby, no, you don't know what I,
0: mean. no. I literally do not know
1: well I, you of course you don't you've written like four manuscripts in the past fifteen minutes since since we started this episode
0: no no i'm I'm not that prolific, but i I do. <sighs> I'm lucky, like I'm very, very fortunate in the sense that, and it's easy for me to spit on the concept of motivation because to me, it feels like I'm constantly motivated. There's no, there's no time where I feel like I couldn't write right now. Um, Which brings us kind of like to the second aspect of discipline. And that part of discipline is maybe like, this this is the part where I'm going to probably get the most pushback. Like when you talk about, oh, you need to organize your time better. Yeah, of course, duh. And, And anybody knows that's a problem. Um, The other aspect is making that time count. And this is something I've seen a lot during NaNoWriMo. I'm part of several Facebook groups and forums. And a distressing number of times people will complain about, oh, I had all day or all afternoon or I had this evening mapped out I was going to write. And then I sat down and the ideas are not coming. I work in a creative field Um, if you're going to map down some time for you to write, you need to spend that time writing, not just staring at a blank screen and not just being angry that the ideas are not coming. Um, the ideas are not going to come the, like whenever you have an idea and then you write like two pages without putting in any effort, that's, that's luck. Um, that's like making your money by walking around the streets and hoping that you're going to, to find money on the ground. It's it's not productive. It's a waste of your time and you're going to starve. The, <laughs> like I said, I work in a creative field. Like I worked for, for several years, for about 15, 15 years as a graphic designer. Graphic design is, I hate to call it art, but I mean, there is definitely a creative element to it, but successful graphic designers don't get to work at nine in the morning, sit in front of their computers and wait for inspiration to come so that they can like start working on their clients' projects. We'd all get fired. That's not not a way to work. No, we know how to provoke creativity. We know how to force ourselves to come up with ideas. And there's a lot of times people will say oh you can't force creativity you absolutely can the most creative people the most successfully creative writers artists illustrators that's all they do they don't wait for things to happen they make them happen and it's not that hard like i i could do an entire half hour on just the multiple tricks that you can use to trigger creativity but let's and and I'd just be rehashing stuff that you can look up on the internet. I'm not talking about BuzzFeed lists, but you can find actual books on creativity that will teach you how to do some proper brainstorming. But there's the first, very first, very most important trick to being creative is to not be inactive. Creativity is something that happens when you move ideas around in your brain and you can't do that staring at a blank page. If you're going to have only half an hour to an hour to write every day, you need to put in as many words in that uh, in that period of time as possible, which means that the moment that, that period of time starts, you need to be typing things. Now, if you don't have an idea immediately of what to type, type anything.
1: Right, exactly. Um, I think maybe uh, something that helps me sometimes is... I will just think of a character and be like, okay, I'll 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 ask myself questions about that character, and I'll just start writing down the answers. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. after a few minutes, it it so, it'll jog something, and then I don't usually delete that. I just kind of put it somewhere different. You know what I mean? Like, no, I absolutely. I, I,
0: And uh, I'll I'll give you an example. When you're working with characters, if you want ideas on how to fill out characters, and we'll we'll definitely have an episode about creating characters, but there's something called the ProQuest questionnaire, um, which has been modernized from its original version, um, which is... I think we mentioned this before.
1: Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's a wonderful tool when you're trying to create characters and you're trying to get an idea of their backstory beyond what you see on the page so that you can get really a good feel for their personality you go through this questionnaire and answer all the questions and you very quickly see some patterns emerging. Uh, one of the best exercise to use that questionnaire for the first time is to do it for yourself. And y- it kind of helps you understand how some of the questions relate to each other. So things like you'll n- very quickly notice that the questions about what's the most important day in your character's life and what's the most important physical object that your character owns, these two tend to be connected somehow because they'll also be connected to the important people in their lives. And you can see this web of pattern. So just going through the proof questionnaire for some of your important characters is something that can quote unquote, fill up the time when you're, you don't know what to write. What's going to be helpful is the next time you sit down to write a scene about that character, you're going to spend a lot less time wondering, well, what would they do? You'll know because you'll know that character so much better. Another trick is if you don't want to feel like you're wasting your time, but you don't know what to write, and this is a trick I give to a lot of people, describe something. Describe an event during your day. Describe an object on your desk. Try to be as purple prosy as you can at least you're writing and at least you're practicing because newsflash writing is a skill. The more you do it, the more you challenge yourself doing it, the better you'll get. So even if all you're describing is a diet Coke can and you're trying to describe it on over three pages, cause you don't know what else to write. Well, that's practice. So already there's that you were going to say something.
1: Oh, I was just going to say that, uh, I think that when you start diving into the character, um, it, it provides motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the motivation and the dedication then will go hand in hand. At least I'm assuming. That's not how I work, but <laughs> that's mostly it,
0: that. It's mostly still just your 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 discipline at that point, because oh, you're I, you're creating you're creating an environment, you're creating a framework within wh- which you are writing no matter what. And by doing that, and here here's the trick about this whole thing, creativity is also a skill. It's also something that the more you do, the more you develop. So maybe your first few sessions of sitting down and writing about Coke cans and defining characters are not gonna feel very productive, but you're going to get better and better at the idea of sitting down and just immediately switching on the writing mode. It's not gonna be instantaneous, but if you do this for six months, eventually, you get pretty damn good at just being like going from a blank page to two pages of actual usable story writing because you've been doing it a lot. You know what the triggers are, you know where to go into your own mind to find the story. But If you're not disciplined enough to make the time to do those exercises and you're not disciplined enough to use that time to make those exercises useful, you're going to spend six months just looking at Facebook and Twitter in a blank page and then wondering, I don't know, I guess I'm just not motivated, but you'll be wrong. What you weren't is disciplined. Case okay. closed, Paul.
1: All right, you win, okay? You <laughs> win. All right, here's so so I'm gonna challenge my challenge myself then, JF. Here's my challenge, and I'm saying it out there to everyone. I am in the middle of the busiest time of my professional year mm-hmm. right now, okay? Um, so my challenge is I want to make sure that I spend 30 minutes every day for the next seven. I'm not gonna go crazy. I'm gonna try small small bites first. Okay, 30 minutes for the next seven days writing something. Um, so it's going to be really difficult because, like I said, I am in the middle of the busiest time of my my year right now. Okay, so mm. uh, if I can do it during this next seven days, then I shouldn't have any reason that I can't do it during the rest of all the days, you know, of the year. So
0: which which is super important because that's the thing, like what you're trying to do is you're trying to build it into a habit, make it so natural yeah. for you like the same the same way a lot, most people it's very natural before they go to bed to toss in an hour of television right I'm not saying replace your hour of television, but I'm saying create another piece of time that is automatically writing for you,
1: right, I gotcha that sounds good. And uh, I guess I'll have to start that today, J.F. So you're gonna, you're gonna start this today, buddy. We are cu- creeping up on our on our half hour here, so that might be a good segue into closing well, actually, out. No, I, as I, soon I, as you I have just, your final word, of course.:
0: I just wanted to put a final word. like <laughs> the, re- the reason why I am so um aggressive about this is that I'm like, i managed to do a lot of writing, especially in the past year, year and a half. And I'm not special. Everything I've just said about using discipline and leveraging motivation, but mostly focusing on discipline, this is all stuff I've copied from people that are way smarter and more successful than I am. It's by emulating them that I'm able to have the output I have right now. And I'm looking forward to increasing my output as the years years go by. I just want to get better and faster and more prolific. Not, I don't want to necessarily be a story mill, but I also want to be able to tell all the stories I have. And because I'm not special and I was able to do that, I believe anybody who is... I know some people are going to say, yeah, but different people are different. Sure, you can make excuses until the cows come home, but at least try discipline before you lean back on motivation.
1: Yeah, I... I, I'm going to give it a shot, JF. You have convinced me, my friend and out there, if you're listening out there, um, maybe join me, join me with this half hour challenge. Can you do it 30 minutes for the next seven days? I mean, JF can do it. I mean, if JF, if JF can do it, we can do it. No, literally if
0: I, if I can do it, if I can do it, anybody can. And that's why I'm encouraging people to do it. Like the only reason you cannot, and I'm talking to absolutely 100% of you, the only reason you cannot be more disciplined and be more prolific in your writing that you can have is because you did not give it an honest try.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. If I can do it in the busiest time of my year, I think we can all do it. So I'm really going to give it my best effort. Seriously, I really am. Um, But yeah, so... If you want to tell me how your progress is going over the next se- seven days, or tell us, I should say, at rightbrain underscore and um, on Twitter. And uh, you, if you'd like to follow me, mine is at Paul Inman SC on Twitter and Instagram. And um, check out Ageless, uh, that, a book that I wrote once. And uh, if you have read it, let me know what you think by posting a review on Amazon or Goodreads or anywhere barnesandnoble.com, I think uh, Target and Walmart all have review sections. Review it. Reviews are great, even if they're not great. Tell me what I can do better. (laughs) You know, I mean, I will try because I like to do it. Right, JF? JF?
0: Absolutely. It's the feedback is super important. Like if you don't know what to do to help a writer that you like, just reviews are the easiest, most low cost way of supporting them. And it may feel like, oh, yeah, but he's already got like 30 or 100 reviews. Doesn't matter. Just leave a review. It's it. You have no idea how much it helps. So um, on my part, I'm still trying, I think, I'm still trying to get my book, The Sequel to the Life Engineered, funded on Inkshares. It's called Arch Android. It's about robots. It's about adventure. It's about the future. I really should come up with a better synopsis for this when I'm trying to promote it because right now it just sounds like generic sci-fi. Um, <laughs> but it, it is definitely- a, By
1: J.F. Dubow, generic sci-fi. Yeah,
0: generic sci-fi <laughs> by J.F. Dubow. It's it's an exploration of what a robot descendants, what a robot society would do without human beings in the very far future. Check it out on Inkshares at Inkshares.com slash arch-android. There's, uh, there, there's, there's a sample chapter. There's a better synopsis, I think um and go pre-order a copy or 10 or 10 mm-hmm. so this has been our 44th episode of White right brain we'll be back to you next week with more interesting content we're debating on what subject we're going to tackle next but it's probably I'm, I'm i'm gonna i'm gonna try to be a bit more chill about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> you came in ready to fight tonight
0: well that's that was that was our conceit man and you just know. like. Came, oh no! I agree. Like, yeah, all right. Yeah, well, <laughs> I do I agree. Like the, I mean, what do you want? I look like the bad guy.
1: <laughs> well, that was on purpose. This was all—all all, it was all a farce, just to make you look bad. I just got, I, yeah. Hashtag crush JF spirit.
0: <laughs> you're a piece of
1: work. Yeah, and we're leaving now. Bye.